Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, a certified lymphedema therapist and the voice behind Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease, lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each month, I will discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better your journey ahead. Between shows, you can catch me on IGTV or Instagram TV, as well as monthly live Q&A sessions. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast just for you. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Lymphedema Podcast. I had the honor of being invited to present at the first Oncology PT Summit this April. As you know, I really like to talk about lymphedema, and I am thrilled to have the opportunity to share it with a group of my peers in the Onco-PT world about secondary lymphedema. To talk more about this new and exciting event, I invited the great minds behind this concept here today to really break it down for why you should be there too. Elise Cantu is the voice behind the OncoPT podcast, which helps new and aspiring oncology physical therapists make the journey from novice physical therapist to competent, confident OncoPT. She interviews topic experts, oncology practitioners, and even patients to provide listeners with up-to-date information on how to best serve oncology patients. Dr. Cantu is an oncology and lymphedema physical therapist in Fort Worth, Texas. She graduated from Texas Christian University with her Bachelor of Science in Kinesiology in 2015 and graduated from Texas State University with her Doctor of Physical Therapy in 2018. She is also an adjunct faculty member in the TCU Kinesiology Department. In her spare time, she enjoys hanging out with her family, exercising, playing the piano, learning the bass guitar, and reading mystery novels. Dr. Cantu is a certified lymphedema therapist from the Academy of the Lymphatic Studies. Also joining us today is Jimmy McKay. He's had a non-traditional career path in the field of physical therapy. He's worked at some of the most well-known radio stations in the country, notably 92.3 K-Rock, which featured the biggest name in radio, Howard Stern. After a 15-year career as an on-air personality and as a program director at WRRV and WBSX, managing the station, staff marketing. After a 15-year career as an on-air personality and as a program director at WRRV and WBSX, managing the station, staff and marketing, he switched gears and went back to school for a degree in physical therapy at Marymount University. He has combined his former and current careers and now serves as the Director of Communications for Fox Rehabilitation and is the host of five podcasts in science and medicine, including PT Pintcast. I better hold on to my podcast or this might be his sixth one he'll take over. 
Jimmy and Elise, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Elise. Hey, Jimmy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Betty. I am also thankful that you are having us. Thank you. Um, So, Elise, you and I, I know that I've been on your podcast, and I want to apologize that I haven't had you here um, sooner to talk about OncoPT, but I can't think of a better time to talk about it than the OncoPT Summit. Um, And you and Jimmy are the brains behind it, so I want to know a little bit more. Um, But what is PT Pintcast? Can someone tell me? That is a great question. (laughs) Um, PT Pintcast literally is like how you said, like art imitates life. Um, this, my, the podcast that I host was really imitating my life. Uh, so I was a radio DJ for about 15, 16 years. I did some cool stuff in radio. I mean, start back at the beginning. I did the morning announcements in middle school in sixth grade. And I went home to mom and I was like, this is what I want to do. And she's like, I don't think doing the morning announcements is a job, but I'm sure we can find something. And then became a radio DJ. And then fast forward, I just, I mean, 15 years in, I wanted to change. So, um, decided to drop everything and go to PT school seem like a logical, very parallel path, right? I mean, radio DJs and PTs run very similar circles. Um, and thought I hung up kind of the headphones and the microphone for forever until I was in PT school. Well, first year is just a complete debacle, right? You're just trying, I mean, it's, you're just trying to keep your head above water. Yeah. Second year is when you can sort of like, you know, you're starting to look up, look around. And I, I'd, gone, I'd gone to a conference and heard a lot of great presentations and uh, with my classmates, but I didn't understand everything that was on stage. Like some stuff was still going over my head. Right. But I wasn't about to like raise my hand in a room full of like a thousand people and be like, Hey, can you just, and rewind it just a little bit? Cause I don't get that. Like we don't do that in presentations, presentations, fast forward later on to the end of the day. And it was like the networking happy hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I paid like 200 bucks and I want to like learn something. And there's the guy and girl who was, who were given that presentation that I like liked and was like super passionate about, but I didn't really understand and, and, and marched up and said, hi, I'm Jimmy. I'm a second year PT student. And I saw your presentation and I didn't understand it, which is in hindsight, not the greatest way to introduce yourself to someone. But it really was because um, they they just locked eyes and they were like, well, come, come on over here. So, you know, 15 minutes and a beer later, I understood everything they were talking about because we changed from a presentation to a conversation. And like my classmates were standing next to me, a couple of them were standing next to me. And they were like, dude, like you just slipped right into like interview mode. Like you were like grilling that guy. And I was like, was I? I didn't really, I mean, that's just like my mode. Like, yeah. if, you know, as you can tell, I'm pretty animated and whatnot. But uh, that was just my mode. I wanted to learn more and I engage in... Q&A and that's how I engage right so um, on the ride back home from North Carolina to the DC metro area where I was in PT school me and my classmates and I was like I have an idea it's like the next day right a little hungover but I'm like I got an idea uh, there and this is 2015 mind you when you still needed to explain to someone like what a podcast was like podcasts were a thing but can I watch that can I watch your podcast it wasn't that's, even a video. That's back what then. everybody would say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the funny thing. You can now, but I mean, I've, I've had people be like, what is it on the YouTube? I'm like, no, it isn't. But anyway, the next day we're a little hungover, but we're driving back to, to PT school in, in DC from North Carolina. It's a long drive. And I wait till like everybody's kind of settled in and I'm like, I got an idea. And they're like, what is it? I'm like, I'm going to do this thing where I'm going to take my radio background and my PT background. I'm going to interview people and give it away for free. And my classmates were like, that is a horrible idea. You should never, ever do that. And <laughs> glad I didn't listen to them. So I started doing the show and, and released a couple episodes really just for like 
just kicks really. Cause I, I, I found a bunch of people that, um, that I wanted to learn more from people that had written books that I didn't want to pay for, or that I didn't have the time to read or people. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, Hey, I just wish I could ask you like three questions. And they were like, okay. And I was like, Oh gosh, really? And we just kept doing it. So first month we had 10, 10,000 downloads by accident. Didn't know how that happened. And I liked it and had fun and learned something. And we just kind of kept going. So um, that was four and a half, five years ago. And that was three something million downloads ago. So we just kept finding people. So when I started my office by saying like art imitates life, that's really my career is I kind of bump into people. I mean, right now as we record this in the first day of CSM, I love that conference. I mean, I like conferences. I like when people are human beings are in the same room. I'm sure we love that and love to get back to that. But um, I think I think you can learn something from almost conversations if you listen. Ironically, people hear me talk a lot, but I think it's the listening part is um, where you learn. So two rules on the show, have fun and learn something. There's no rule about drinking, but we do have, I typically have a pint while we're doing it because, you know, adult conversations with adult beverages. So that's the story. That's what I, and I do that for a living now. I hope you find your way out of your shell. You seem really shy and reserved. And I hope you feel comfortable here on Lymphedema Podcast today to talk openly and freely. Thank you for warming me up. I appreciate that. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, Elise, so how did you uh, find your way onto the PT Podcast? Yeah. So uh, to back up just a little bit, I I kind of started my own podcast out of necessity as well for this need of learning, you know, I was, I knew I was really passionate about oncology. I got started and I had this amazing education to get me to that point, but I was still so lost when I first started practicing. And so I decided that that just wasn't good enough. And if I was having this problem, I knew other people were too. So I said, I'm going to make a podcast and I'm going to combine my love of podcast and oncology and mash them together into what is now the OncoPT podcast. And it's been growing steadily over the past couple of years So when I think enough rumbling was happening amongst the audience of PT Pinecast, there was finally this, you know, I think a tweet went out and it was like, if you know an oncology physical therapist, you know, comment. And then people just commented, commented and were tagging and, you know, retweeting and sharing. And it just blew up out of nowhere. And so I was part of that little group. I think that initially latched on and then just rode the waves out. And so Jimmy asked me and my good friend Shai if we'd like to be on the podcast. And Shai and I are both new oncology physical therapists started around the same time and are working together on a couple different projects. And so we got to go on PT Pinecast and geek out while we drank responsibly about oncology and how much we love these patients and helping, you know, people live better lives after a cancer diagnosis. And so that's where Jimmy and I first came together and, you know, eventually started creating this thing that has now come into this yeah. summit that we're I, so I, excited about. I think we, let's stay on podcast. Let's not leave and, and go to lymphedema or oncology yet, right? So like I brought my radio background and my curiosity and my, probably my insecurity of wanting to know more with a thing that I was secure with, right? Like I retreated to my bubble and then of like radio DJing, whatever, and like interviewing people and brought it to where I was uncomfortable, which is like this new world of physical therapy. So it's like, people are like, you stepped out of your comfort zone. I'm like, actually, no, I took my comfort zone as a giant bubble and I walked that 
comfort zone into uncomfortable places. <laughs> and so my show is more like my mom, my mom put it best. I got every give her credit. She's like, oh, so you kind of want to, after me explaining what I wanted to do, she's like, so you want to be like the Jimmy Fallon of physical therapy? I was like, yes. Like, I don't really care what we talk about as long as it's physical therapy related. And like, I can learn something. And what I think both of you have done is you've hyper niched down even on that, right? In mm -hmm. lymphedema and oncology, orthopedics, foot, ankle, running, like that's where people um, will kind of get a little bit askew with podcasting because podcasting seems like broadcasting, but it's not. It's yeah. narrow casting, mm -hmm. right? A radio show about lymphedema wouldn't make it on your local FM radio station. It's too narrow, but yep. it's completely fine in a podcast. And I tell people all the time, really, people will look at the technology of, of you know, podcasting. We've got headphones and microphones and lights and all these things. It's spoken word. It's the thing our brain is actually wired to do, which is like listen to conversation, interact, and when you can when you can set that up around a topic someone's motivated um, to learn more about, whew, that's lightning in a bottle. And that's what I think both of you have done. I think that's what mm -hmm. I think that's what a lot of people in our profession have done for the betterment of the audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I started Lymphedema Podcast, I definitely had in mind my active caseload of patients from the clinic who it was like just opening up a fire hydrant in their face when they came in or asking me questions and they were like, uh, I, okay, I'll try to remember like two of those points you just made. And then they come back the next treatment. They're like, what did you say? I'm like, okay, well, we've been over this a few times and I'm happy to explain it, but I thought, you know, if they're trying to explain this to their children, to their loved ones, to their doctor, you know, their whoever, they can at least replay it. And she's like, here, listen to this. It's easier if she just says it because I can't go home with them. Um, that would be weird. So right. that was really my necessity. It's like, you know, I want something that's accessible to them that answers these questions that they're asking me. Because if these people in this small town where I work have these questions, everybody else has it. And now it's in like 80 countries exactly. or something. And I'm like, what? Exactly. Why is someone in Crazy. South Africa listening to my podcast? but lymphedema knows no boundaries. The same with oncology. Mm -hmm. It does mm -hmm. not discriminate from the youngest to the oldest no. from here to there. Like it's, it's relevant. Yes. So you two got together. I got an email that was like, Hey, Jimmy and Elise are doing a thing. Do you want to join us? I said, heck yeah. yes. What is this thing? What are we here to talk about guys? Yeah. Someone tell me, tell me, so here's, tell me. Here's, here's the quick, here's the quick why. And then we'll get to the, what the why was uh, I get asked on my show to help promote and, you know, help other podcasters within within pre-T or within science to like, you know, uh, figure out how to get their voice out there, how to leverage their voice. I, I get asked by a lot of state chapters of the APTA or sections and academies of the APTA. We want to do this thing. And I get brought in for like the idea sesh, right? I'm a big dry erase board guy or sticky note guy. A lot of sticky notes going on. And, what I realized when Elise was talking about that tweet was that oncology physical therapy specifically was this kind of hyper niche, but kind of up and coming more and people were saying, and you know what, I want to bang on this drum. This is the thing that I want to really uh, dive into in, in my clinical practice. And nobody was really putting out a lot of information in one place. I mean, Betty, you just mentioned it. Like if there's a, if I'm having this conversation with one patient in my town, there's probably, you know, thousands that could benefit from hearing that information. And we looked and 
you know, the, the, the physical therapist oncology kind of community were saying, Hey, there's a lot of stuff. So when we said, who would you like to have on a, on an episode? Next thing you know, we had like a month's worth of episodes and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, wow. So this is the audience telling us something. So we said, well, where, like, where would a conference be? And a conference really is a bunch of smart people who are passionate about stuff. And then an audience or a bunch of smart people who want to be smarter about it, who are passionate about something. And then a group that puts them together. And I was like, well, Elise's podcast and my podcast, we do that on a regular basis in terms of conversations. What if we just did it like all in one day, all about one hyper niche area in physical uh, therapy practice being oncology? And you could come in and say, I like these six or seven things, these other like seven or eight things, I don't really know. But if you get to consume them all in one ticket, man, could that up your game? And we thought that so far, the audience has said, yeah, sign us up. We want to learn. How many people do we have registered for this event? It's going to make me nervous, I think. Because I have to talk. Oh, no. you, do you want me not to tell? I'll, how about I tell you the day before? No, tell me now. Well, I mean, it is well, we just started selling, going to grow? We just started selling tickets not long ago, and we weren't planning on selling them until February. Is it more than it's 20? It's just February 1st today. Is it more? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, oh, yeah. Past, we're past 100. Yeah, so sorry. So, and we really haven't even started promoting it um, because we were kind of like trying to figure out our way through this. But... These, you know, the, 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 the software platforms really allow for connections of humans. We're recording this on Zoom, and I'm sure everybody out there listening has had FaceTime meetings and Zoom meetings and Google Meet happy hours. Um, how do you make that experience very, very hyper-focused with content? That's what the guests, I mean, our speaker lineup is a little bit ridiculous, if you ask me, and getting more ridiculous because more and more people be, keep, you know, kind of showing up and saying, we'd love to present this. Mm-hmm. Um, but my radio and TV background really has this, I kind of brought this to Elise too. I said, this can't be an eight hour Zoom meeting. So we are going to use the software platform. This is very similar to what we used to use in the radio and the TV studio, which is make this very, very easy to digest. Um, as well as Elise, I kind of talk about like um, how long each presenter has and why we started with that. I think that's important because as you can tell, I'm all over the place and I have a little ADD, but I think audiences need to have information coming at them relatively quickly like get to the point give me the give me the good stuff first no you're absolutely right jimmy and one of the things that i i know i've experienced just throughout this past year is so much of this zoom fatigue i mean you know it's very sexy it's so true i am exhausted by the end of watching an hour of a lecture i recently um so our state had their annual state physical therapy conference and normally I am so pumped about conferences like Jimmy. I mean, CSM is my Christmas, truly. I mean, and the thought, honestly, of having to sit through days and days of these lectures of just staring at screens is overwhelming to me. And that's this is coming as someone who is really invested and excited about learning this stuff. But what we wanted is we wanted a really easily digestible experience for listeners and viewers to come learn these really easy to understand, easy to implement tools, tips, strategies about oncology, and then immediately be able to implement them into their own practice with their own patients in their neighborhoods. And I think we've really curated that with the Virtual Oncology Physical Therapy Summit is we have these speakers who are talking for you know, 15, 30 minutes at a time, most of them. So again, these really easy chunks 
come in, find what you're interested in. And if something's maybe not as interesting to you, then you don't have to watch it or you can come back and watch it later, which I know we're going to talk about here in a bit, but you know, again, we have really worked to design and curate this to be very intentional with, we understand, obviously there is a need, there is a want for this education out there because Betty, let's face it, 40% of Americans, I think in 2025 are going to be diagnosed with cancer. That's almost half of our population here in the United States are going to be diagnosed with cancer at some point in their lifetime. By the time that we reach 2025, which according to my calendar is now only four years away. I just had a friend, a friend text me the other day about her father. And I'm just like, wow. So I think, I think the reason I think oncology physical therapy resonated with so many people was exactly what Elise just said, which is, you know, I was taught in PT school, oh, if you're not going to be an oncology, oncology physical therapist, um, but you will be, right? If you have your outpatient orthopedics, and if that's not, mm-hmm. you know, a question you're asking on intake, then you're not paying attention. You're not doing a great history. Yeah. So we really asked that question, which is like, can we deliver a day's worth of programming that will help someone be a better prepared clinician to work with that patient population? And it's not even that, I mean, think of that stat that Elise just said, 40%. So are there things that maybe you didn't get in your, in, your, in your PT education? Absolutely. And we've got the people who have been experienced in researching, treating, creating these methods. And we're going to bring them together in one day. You know, in terms of Elise talking about the time of each speaker, I look at that when someone shows me a 90-minute presentation. Have you heard of Parkinson's Law? We talk about this all the time, which is if you have kids – or a husband or wife, I don't want to discriminate, but the, um, the time it takes to complete a task will expand to fill the time it takes, or the time you're mm-hmm. given for a task. So if I say, mm-hmm. hey, listen, can you get that done by Saturday? Miraculously, you get it done like just in time. And that's, uh, that's a lot of times what I've seen is how people, is how people act at, at conferences. If they get a 90-minute slot, they stretch to fill. And I didn't want that. So Elise and I kind of came together. We said, listen, give us your pitch. We got the right people. And then said, tell us what you definitely think that the audience needs to hear to be a great clinician for patients living, living through or having a history of cancer. And they gave us all their pitches nicely. It was a bell curved out, a nice array of all different topics, lymphedema being one of them. And then we said, everybody's got 30 minutes unless you can prove you need more. Because listen, 30 minutes, I can watch a solid episode of Friends. Uh, It's a nice chunk of time, right? I can learn something, laugh a little, giggle a little, move on. But we really wanted it to be really digestible. I want you to take something away from this. Well, lots of things. But I want you to take things from each presentation and be using it on Monday morning. That phrase, Monday morning applicable. So it's not going to be some some 90-minute lecture from from three or or four 90-minute lectures in a row. I can't do that. I know you can't either. And when it, okay, it's in April. April 17th. April 17th. So not too warm yet. So we're not asking you to give up summertime Saturday. I don't want to do that. And early bird registration is going on right now, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Through the end of February. So we said, listen, we'll give you two months, two months of early bird, January, February. And then the price is going to go up because we're going to, we know people are going to start coming in. And then for, uh, for March and April, that's when the the price will, uh, will actually go up. But I mean, I'm begging, I'd rather just have everybody just do the early bird thing. We'll call it a day. Lymphedema podcast is supported by Bryland's Feet Foundation, Juzo and Medi USA. Learn more about each sponsor on our website, lymphedemapodcast.com and listen to their episodes while you're there.
Yeah, and you guys also have a student discount. What's the student discount? Yeah, student discount was a big deal to us. And we also have a student scholarship, which is just straight up, just get students involved um, as a student. I mean, you, you want you want to learn stuff and, you know, there's a lot of if you if you are giving up a Saturday to me as a student, it's almost like, let's just let them in. Right. So we, we give a scholarship for seven, 70 spots in this conference for students. And we're, we're, we're emailing those to program directors at PT uh, and PTA programs across the country. I don't want to uh, leave out our PTA students as well. Um, so the goal was like, how do we get people in? like let's 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 deliver such a great conference and have so many people there let's keep the price low let's get some scholarships and students in there that next year when we go to do this people are like i can't not have this in my lineup of the year and i think we we had kind of pushed it to april because we said listen february is going to be all csm you're not going to want to do anything in march neither am i um, and then let's give it to you live in April. And then you've got a year's worth of access. I know CSM's giving you a month, right? They're saying, hey, listen, we're live programming, but you have a month to watch it. We're giving you an entire year to be able to go back. Like the, the worst for me was watching a presentation and then being like, wait, that was so great. Or maybe I wanted to show it to a colleague or something like that. Do that, please. I mean, log in and share it with a colleague. You got a year to access all this information. That's one pointer that I think is insanely generous not only are you guys literally giving away spots and it's super <laughs> cheap for the early bird registration um, i mean i might register myself just to be able to be there i mean just I know to do it just <laughs> why not um but then to be able to did, have a whole year did we tell you how we a whole year yeah. a whole year do we tell you how we came up with the price uh yeah but i want you to tell everybody else too i researched <laughs> the average cost of a case of craft beer in the United States, and it's $38. And that is the general admission tickets. It's like, listen, it's a case of beer like that, but you're going to get clinical education and something you, you can use with your patients, plus 365 days of replay access for the cost of one case of beer. I'm not telling you not to buy the beer. I'm telling you to, this will only cost. So visualize the, so the case of knowledge case of sitting in there. Just yeah. for just it, that, that that case of knowledge. So um, that's what we wanted to do. I always say, like, whenever I work with uh, sections and academies in the APTA and they ask, like, hey, let's put on a, a, uh, an event or something. I say, I want to put on an event that I would want to pay to go to. So to hear Betty say that, it's like, that's what we were, we're trying to do. Uh, each speaker has their own walk-up song. Uh, they're going to have a lot of interactive uh, elements to it. So each speaker is going to be able to put their own stamp on it, come in hot for 30 minutes and leave you saying, yes, I've learned something. And that's the goal. I'm not going to lie. Just while we're, I haven't given much thought to my presentation outside of the content. So as we've been talking, my wheels are turning like, cause I am a pretty creative person in my like real life if I could just remove all the like adulting I have to do I'd probably just like sit and craft all day there you um, go like feathers and sequins and whatever I don't excellent know. be right. dazzling <laughs> so I like my mind is like rolling with how I'm going to incorporate on like I'm going to like straight up find an oncology patient with lymphedema and be like here so why use a picture when I can like bring in a friend who wouldn't want that, you guys that to see it? I because mean, who doesn't love? I mean, I remember as a student, people, we, students loved case studies. Yeah, that's like, how show I me, that. show me on a person. Right. So like do that. So we're encouraging, we're making it really easy for our presenters to access that and be able to do that. That sort of thing lights people up. 
they want to learn, they want to see. So please do that. If you don't do that, I'll be very disappointed. Well, you've already said it, Betty. Now now I need to to find somebody who's like, yeah, you can record me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm talking about lymphedema. I am covering the basics of secondary lymphedema. So I'll just start with mine because Mm -hmm. compared to my counterpart who is covering breast cancer related lymphedema, I am like very small fish in her very large pond. Um, so can you guys tell us about some of the other speakers? Because I am like, not yeah. even, not even worthy to be in this ring of presenters. I think it's just so nice. We're like, let's throw Betty a bone and see if she wants to come talk about lymphedema. <laughs> so I'm going to jump in on this one because I completely disagree. This is, <laughs> I think what is the coolest thing about this experience that we have put in and that we are creating is that, you know, Betty, there's people like you and I who are, which you're more experienced in this field than I am anyways, but there's quote little fish, but I don't, I don't count them little fish. I consider them less experienced, but just as excited and passionate fish who are being brought to this stage to share their own expertise and knowledge with these other giants in the field that we have known and, you know, kind of quote unquote, grown up seeing. You know, I, I think that's one of the really cool things about this experience is the people that we have brought in are the ones who are out there who have been, you know, banging on the pot saying, pay attention, here's what's going on. This is what oncology is about for so long who have then inspired this younger generation who is now coming up and starting to take the reins. And I think this summit is marrying the both of those so well, because we have the Scott Capoza, the Lisa Van Hoos, this, um, oh my gosh, there's so many people I'm, I'm now blanking, Jillian Schmidt and Kristen Carroll. And, you know, all these people who are so established in this field, but then you also have these other guys like you and me and shy who are so excited about this and so excited to help these patients live better lives that while we may not have been practicing as long, we know stuff, we drink and we know things to go back to Jimmy's glass here. And we're excited to share it with people who want to learn this stuff. So I hundred percent disagree. Not little fish, Betty. Yeah. We are all fish excited here. I think, I think it's swimmers. I think it's sometimes you just need to hear it differently, right? And people who are super passionate about these very, very niche areas in oncology, physical therapy, and we picked a very niche area, right, in oncology. Mm-hmm. And then we went even more niche into these different topics. And you mentioned some of the speakers, Scott Capozla, uh, Angela Wicker-Ramos, talking about an in- integrative mm-hmm. uh, approach to your patient's survivorship's need. Uh, Shruti Manvi talking about uh, keep me from yes. falling and feeling unsteady. Um, the funny part was when we asked these guests, we started with people. It's always good to start and end with people. That should be your focus, especially as physical therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, and we asked them what they wanted to speak about. Like the, the range of topics was pretty vast. And then Elise and myself kind of sat down and said, all right, let's order this where it will take you from feeling kind of a little nervous and unprepared 
but we can wade in the water to by the end of the day, you're like, oh, wow, I've taken a journey. This is a clear story arc of from when the morning when I was like, OK, I don't know what I'm getting into the end. Like, I feel prepared because that's what you want. You want to feel like I feel confident enough to then walk in a Monday morning to my clinic or my hospital and say, I, at least, I have a really, really great foundation now. And I can build on that with my patients. And the speaker lineup says that because these are the people doing this every day. You'll learn something. Boom. I mean, I would what drop else? the mic, but it's a headphone mic. <laughs> what else? Headphone mic. I can't what else? Really um, I wanted it to be fun. So we also found people who were pretty good at, you know, not shy. You know, we had to coax them out of their shell. And with a, with the 30 minute kind of session max, we know you're going to come out hot. You've got to get to that point. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to see how this goes. I think the, the audience has been just as excited. So the speakers, the speakers are pretty pumped. Mm -hmm. So the speakers are super excited about I'm this. Ready. I mean, the feedback already just from them has been awesome. I think it's because like you said, this oncology PT in general is just so hyper-focused that it's like, we want to share and we want to talk about this, but a lot of times like it's saturated with other topics or you can't really get that network together that is like, hey, you wanna geek out on an Onco PT together? Like, can we sit down and talk about this? Um, I mean, when I get on the phone with someone that wants to talk about lymphedema, I'm like, hey, you wanna talk tomorrow? I wanna, I wanna keep going. <laughs> That's what we wanted this to be. I mean, we mentioned like, you know, where, where the Pintcast came from. It was that networking hour to conference. And when you get a bunch of PT, you know, walk into any hotel bar during CSM when we had normal times and we were there and you just kind of walk around with it with an open ear and you'll hear, I mean, what are they talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are the kids? How's the wife? How's the husband? The whole nine. And then they dive into what are you working on now? And you get into these geeky water cooler or, you know, happy hour conversations and, you know, one of the taglines we have from our show is the best conversations happen at happy hour. Welcome to ours. And when you can put people who are super smart and super passionate in a room with people who are super smart and passionate, really great stuff happens. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to recreate in one day here. One day in April. Come on, guys. One day in April. So it one is PT Summit, but we're opening this to other disciplines, correct? Yeah, well, we named it, obviously, I think we were kind of like, I mean, we were thinking like, hey, who's going to come to this thing at first? And we were saying, right. well, you know, lead with people, lead with really great, smart and passionate guests, as we mentioned several times. And we wanted to make sure that the title was very clear, the Oncology Physical Therapy Summit. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, if we go and do this again, we've got to open that name up because we've had OTs and SLPs and reach out yeah. we've had other medical professionals say, hey, what about us? Well, I've, I've got content. We're saying, oh, we didn't think you'd want to come to our party or we didn't think you'd want to be in these conversations. And they're saying, yes. Yeah, so. Um, by all means, you're going to walk away if you're an OT, SLP, you know, or somebody else in the healthcare space who's working with pay, uh, people with a, uh, a diagnosis or a history with cancer, you'll still learn from stuff. So yes, mm -hmm. thank you for asking that. It's not just, I think next year we're going to reevaluate because I think we got ourselves an issue here, a, go a good topic. I to mean, yeah, like Jimmy said, this is a really good problem to have. And again, I think it really stemmed from, okay, we have identified these people who we think would want to come to this. You know, when we were, I think we started kicking this idea around Jimmy, maybe in November. Yeah, it um, and year. it's been a really, really quick turnaround, you know, even though that feels like it was kind of forever ago, but you know, our first initial thinking was, okay, who, 
might want to come to this. Let's focus on them. And then it has just, I think people are just really excited about it. And we've really hit on something that people are passionate about. Like you said, Betty, who could literally talk about this for days. And yeah, now we have more people who are hearing about it and are more excited. So we'll see what happens next year. We yeah. may have to, you know, re rename it or whatever who knows it's exciting heart, to think that who the, knows what it could be yeah the heart will definitely be like uh, the young it, the heart of this whole thing is not the clinicians it's not the speakers it really is the patients so it's like yeah. who are these people in need and then who cares for them and what what maybe do they feel um like they want to feel more confident in is it lymphedema is it uh, balance and falls? Is it uh, pharmacology? And if you're saying like, that's where you really have to pick classes, right? When you were, when you were an undergrad, you picked classes. And ironically, we always tend to lean towards a thing we're confident in. In the gym, we do the exercises that we're good at. Right. We know we've got to do the exercises that maybe we're not so good at. And we've <laughs> got to step into that. And that's what I think that this, uh, this event is going to do is it's going to let you kind of taste a little bit of everything. So yeah, I'm sure we'll have a topic or two that you're already good at. And maybe a couple of those two that you're like, maybe you try to avoid because like they're not, you're not so confident. We sneak those in there because we want you walking out feeling very, very confident in the things that you walked in being maybe a little nervous about. I love it. That stuff gets me excited. That's what I like is when I'm like, oh, I feel like it's just, if there's something in you, like your nerves are kind of on edge and you're like, oh, this kind of makes me uncomfortable. That's where you're really going to have like a moment of growth, uh, mm -hmm. professionally, personally, whatever. And I feel like that's what these topics are going to do for a lot of people where it might be like, uh, I kind of am iffy on that, or I'm not really sure I want to even dive into it. And that might be the topic you love the most. So yep. I'm stoked. I can't wait. Yeah. So we'll, we'll send a link along. Betty, you've got your own affiliate link. This is mm -hmm. also like one thing. It's minor to mention, but, you know, I get asked to speak. I'm sure you ladies get asked to speak at conferences, you know, within the profession. And a lot of times it's like, hey, like you're a conference and I'm your content, but we never get paid to speak. So just so you guys know, if you buy a ticket through Betty, Betty's going to get cut of that, right? You mm -hmm. come to her community, you listen to her content. You know, she's producing this. It takes time and effort uh, to do that. Um, just so you know that we made all of our uh, conference presenters, all of our speakers, uh, a fifth. So they all get 20% of that. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's we're not some big multinational corporation. Not yet, anyway. Maybe like 50 years. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> the, the goal is <laughs> find a bunch of people who are super smart and passionate, put them together so you, the audience, benefit, but really your patients benefit. But we want to try to take care of our speakers there. So mm -hmm. uh, to do that, you buy it through uh, Betty's affiliate link. And it will be posted in the link with this episode. And it'll probably be up on my social media accounts too for you guys to share find. it up. Yep. Yeah. The more the merrier. Okay, guys. Right. Uh, Elise. Final comments, thoughts, encouragements, bedtime story. You know, what do you got? I mean, no pressure. Much. We've already <laughs> said how much we can talk about oncology and lymphedema. So we know this, but you know, this, this is something that I know Jimmy and I are really, really proud that we have worked really, really hard with our teams to make this a reality because let's face it, the last year has been very interesting. And I know, I think I shared with Jimmy after I came on the podcast with him that how honestly devastated I was to not be able to 
get together at CSL. I'm like, yes, the educational content is obviously fabulous, but one of the really beautiful things that the oncology section does is after the business meeting, they have a celebration of life where we get to remember our patients who have passed over the wow, last year. And that. then after that, yeah, it is, Jimmy, it is one of the most beautiful things. And we come from all different places, all across the country, different practice settings, but we get to come together and remember those patients who are no longer with us. And to have that shared collective experience that we then take and we honor and we, we remember those patients, and then we get to celebrate their memories and their legacy with each other afterwards in kind of this social context. And we get to talk and get to know people and like the CSM content, I'm missing that. I'm, you know, of course gonna be on the virtual stuff, but that community is what I find to be the most beautiful thing about oncology physical therapy. So when CSM wasn't gonna happen the same way, I think that's is where I really said, okay, how can we bring that community to everyone else? And this summit is going to do exactly that for me and for my colleagues, which I'm super excited about. So can't make it happen traditionally, this is probably the next best way that I can. And yeah. I'm really, really excited for that. I like that. I like how your final thoughts kind of start and end with people. Is it my turn now? We call this, the parting, we call this the parting shot on my show. Parting shot. Oh, nice. Parting shot. Um, I would say if you've been nodding along saying, listen, I'm a clinician who wants to be more confident, better prepared, better equipped. Um, that's great. I love those people, the people who are nodding along when you're like, hey, would you like to be more confident when working with patients with cancer, cancer diagnosis or cancer history? Um, you can do that. You have to take the first step. Period. End of the story, right? You, you, you acknowledging I am weak in this area. I want to be strong. That is the first step. But you have to actually take the, take the effort to sign up and show up and be open to learn. It's not easy. It will be worth it. So it's not easy. It will be worth it. It's my parting mm -hmm. shot. All right, everybody. That is all for today. Yeah. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Um, learning more about the Onco PT Summit. Mother Teresa says loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about the PT Onco Summit. Email me with your story if you would like to share at lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.